Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. Hey, how you doing today, my friends? How you feeling? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, have you checked out our groups page on Facebook yet? Please don't tell me you haven't. It's very easy. All you have to do is go to famousapple.com forward slash group. It'll bring you right to our Facebook page. It's called Living with a Disability. It's a groups page and it's an Apple Day page. And it's not just living with a disability and people aren't over there pissing and moaning about, oh, I have a boo-boo, and how do I take care of it, and this, that, and the other thing. There's lively conversations going on. People are making new friends. There's people from around the world on that page. And there's some conversations about disability. There's some conversations about COVID-19. There's conversations about everything going on. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. Join the group. You'll make new friends. Maybe you can answer questions for some people. Maybe some people can answer questions for you. It's just a nice place to meet other people and kill some time. You know, people saying, oh, I feel so lonely. Well, here's a place where you can talk to other people. And again, it's not just about disability. The only thing that we ask, you know what? There's so much politics going on. You want to talk about politics, you can go anywhere else on the web. Please don't talk about politics on the site. That's enough to make you sick, politics. So you can talk about anything else. Please just not politics, <laughs> okay? But go to famousapple.com forward slash group, and it'll bring you right to the page. Sign in and then join in, please. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm on there quite a bit. I start a lot of the conversations, and I answer. So join in the fun. It's pretty good. Anyhow, let me ask you about your virtual doctor visits. Are you doing the virtual doctor visits? With this pandemic, the best thing you can do is isolate from others, especially if you're disabled, because our immune systems are already weak. Why take a chance and go out and risk catching this vile, disgusting virus. Now, me, as many doctor's appointments as I can take virtually, I do. And I think it's the greatest thing since iced tea. And I'm hoping that they continue, even even if they get this virus under control, I'm hoping that they continue to do virtual doctor's visits. Number one, it's such a savings, money-wise, on gas. Because where I live, all of my doctors are at least 20 miles away. At least. And it's so much easier just to come out of your bedroom, put on a shirt, and sit at the dining room table and do a a Zoom call with your doctor. I mean, where else can you sit there in your underwear 
and just have a shirt, a shirt on and talk to your doctor. It beats the heck out of having to get up, get dressed, warm up the car, and then drive 20 miles there for a 10-minute appointment than to drive 20 miles back, right? Now, the only thing that you have to do with a, doc- with, with a virtual doctor's appointment is to be able to give them your vital signs. If not, every other visit, you're going to have to go into the doctor's office. They need your vital signs. Now, you can do, like, for your blood pressure. Now, you can go to a local drugstore, which kind of defeats the purpose of isolating because then you got to put your arm into one of those cuffs on the machine that Lord knows how many people did it before you. So either you bring alcohol wipes and wipe down the machine before you do it, or you take the risk and stick your arm into it, and Lord knows who was there before you. And what I found is I bought a blood pressure machine for the house. Now, they're not expensive. I thought they were going to be, but it costs less than a tank of gas for my car. I have, I have a Toyota van, so it cost me less than a tank of gas, and I was able to buy an Omron blood pressure, blood pressure machine. And that's the number one uh, brand blood pressure machine that doctors recommend is the Omron. Now, you can buy one yourself at famousapple.com forward slash BP. That's famousapple.com forward slash BP. That's the number one doctor recommended brand is Omron. And it's accurate. It's accurate the same as the machine in the doctor's office. Plus, having it, you can check your blood pressure every morning. And that that's your first line of defense against a heart attack and a stroke. Now, I check my blood pressure every morning. And I keep a, I keep a little chart. Now, the other thing that you need to keep your virtual visits going is a good thermometer. Now, they say in the fight against COVID, you should check your temperature at least twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. Now, each time we go out, my wife does the shopping. If we go out, I stay in the car. But we check our temperature in the morning, both of us. And if we go out and come back, we check our temperature. And at night, right before dinner, we check our temperature. Again, mostly because of me, because I'm more susceptible to it because of my immune system, but my wife does it as well, and we keep a chart on that, and we give it to my doctor each time I have a visit with my general practitioner virtually, and my wife gives it to hers as well, and uh, like I said, you have to have a good thermometer for that. Now, I have a touchless thermometer, which is accurate, and you can get that. You can get a touchless thermometer, an accurate touchless thermometer by going to famousapple.com forward slash fever, F-E-V-E-R. That's famousapple.com forward slash fever. It's a, it's a good unit and it's accurate. This way here, you can continue. You, you ever notice when you go into the exam room at a doctor's office, the medical, the medical assistant or the nurse comes in They take your blood pressure, they take your temperature, they take your oxygen level, all that. Well, this way you can do it all at home. And when you call in for your visit, your virtual visit, you can give it all to them. And this way you can continue to do your virtual visits without having to go in every so often because they have to have that information. They have to have that information. 
and you can only go but so many visits without having it so it's good to have it's good to know and it, it helps your doctor with with your health you have to be proactive with your health it's very important but as long as you can do your virtual visits at home continue to do it do them well right now medicare is still paying for them most insurances are still paying for them as a matter of fact they prefer that you do them at home it's it's less of a risk so most doctors are doing the virtual visits there's a couple couple of my doctors that won't do it well they can't do it actually but one is the um, one is the hematologist well naturally they can't do it at home how they're going to draw your blood <laughs> over the computer and uh well the neurologist does it at home every other visit they'll do a virtual visit but that's it basically all, all the other the the cardiologist will do every other visit uh depends it depends on what they're doing at the point at that point but most of the time they want you to come into the office but for the most part my endocrinologist they'll do it over the over the uh computer my vascular doctor he'll do every other visit over the over the internet there over the computer but as long as you can do it over the computer do it do it as long as you can do your doctor's appointments virtually do it it's better Believe me. Well, we got a good one for you today. Uh, we have an update from Social Security. It's from the Office of the Inspector General about phone scams. People looking to separate you from your money. And it's definitely taking it to the next step. They're using legitimate names and legitimate badge numbers. So this is important. You're going to want to hear this. So we're gonna, I'm going to pass that along to you next. And also, I want to ask you, how high does your anxiety go when your doctor tells you you have to go for an MRI? Especially if it's an MRI of your head, your neck, or your shoulders. You know the MRI where you have to go into the machine head first? I know for me, when I have to go into the MRI machine head first, my anxiety level goes up and it's kind of orbiting Mars. Well, I have some tips and tricks that the MRI technician taught me and they really work. They really do work. And I can tell you for a fact they do because two weeks ago, I had to go for an MRI of my head. And two things I found out. One, there is something in there. And two, the tips that they told me really do work. And I want to pass them along to you. So sit back, relax, and let's get started here. I'm holding a post from the Department of Social Security. It's titled, New Updates to Our Warning About Social Security Phone Scams. It says, The Inspector General for Social Security, Gail S. Ennis, is again warning the public about widespread Social Security-related telephone scams. These scams may use sophisticated tactics to deceive them into 
providing sensitive information or money. The Office of the Inspector General, OIG, has recently received reports of telephone scammers using real Social Security and OIG official names, many of them which are publicly available on our websites or through an online search. Other common tactics lend legitimacy to the scams are citing badge numbers of law enforcement officers. Some request that people send email attachments containing personal information about an investigation or text links to click on to learn more about Social Security related problems. Inspector General Ennis wants you to know Social Security will never suspend Social Security number because someone else has used your used it in a crime, threaten you with arrest or other legal action unless you immediately pay a fine or a fee, require payment by retail gift card, wire transfer, internet currency, or mailing cash, promise a benefit increase or other assistance in exchange for payment, send official letters or reports containing your personal information via email. Don't believe anyone who calls you unsolicited from a government agency and threatens you, just hang up, Inspector General Annis said. They may use real names or badge numbers to sound more official, but they are not. We will keep updating you as the scam tactics evolve, because public awareness is the best weapon we have against them. If you owe money to Social Security, we will mail you a letter with payment options and appeal rights. If you receive a letter, text, call, or email that you believe to be suspicious about an alleged problem with your social security numbers, account, or payments, hang up and do not respond. We encourage you to report social security scams or other social security fraud via the OIG website. You may also Read all previous Social Security OIG fraud advisories on our website. Please share this information with your friends and family to help spread awareness about Social Security scams. There you have it. They're out there. They're trying to separate you from your money. Don't let them. All right, let's move on. Do you remember when you were a kid and you went to the doctor's office and he reached into the cabinet and he took out that shiny needle and it looked like it was about four inches long and about as wide as a railroad spike and he told you to roll up your sleeve and he was going to give you a shot? Do you remember that anxiety? Remember that fear that you had? Well, that's the type of fear I experience when a doctor tells me I have to go for an MRI as an adult. I I despise the MRI machine. I despise it. Especially, especially if they tell me I have to go for an MRI of my head. Which I've had to go several times because I've had three strokes. And now they believe that I've had a series of small strokes. So two weeks ago, I had to go for an MRI of my head. 
Now, <laughs> I found out a while back that I could take um, a sedative. I could get a sedative from the doctor. And my wife had told me, she says, we can get the doctor to write you a prescription for Ativan to go for this test. And I was like, Ativan, what's Ativan going to do for me? Well, let me tell you, Ativan can help, helps a lot. They write you a prescription for two pills, and you take it 20 minutes before you go into the machine for the test. It works. But what works great with that, one of the texts that um, the test that I was taking at one point told me that relax. I took the Ativan. It still wasn't, it didn't feel like it was doing anything. And the tech told me, says, look, they put the my head into that, you know, that cradle that you have to have your head so you don't move and they were getting ready to put that mask over my face and I was really freaking out I'll tell you the truth and the tech she says to me she says look here's a trick and they put a washcloth over my over my eyes and they put the mask over my face then and I'll tell you what between the Ativan and the washcloth over my face that was the easiest MRI I've ever taken try it between that and the the place actually pumped music in, they gave me a choice of music. So I was listening to the 70s music. I had Ativan in me. I had the face cloth over my eyes. It was like taking a trip in the 70s. <laughs> it was an easy test. I was relaxed. Just whatever you do, don't pick any kind of weird music. The first time I did it, I took... Uh, I said, yeah, I'll take uh, Billy Joel music. And it was some weird, weird song. It was like passion or something like that. And it was, it was a wild song. So pick nice, quiet music. And between the Ativan, the, the washcloth over your eyes, and nice, soothing music, it's not too bad. It really isn't. And just ask them. And they know this. I don't know why no one ever suggested it before. But they do know this about the about the washcloth. Now, here's something else I found out. They now have a machine, an MRI machine. Now, I'm sure some of you know this, and they're saying, Hey, Jimmy, we're, you're way behind the times. Maybe I am, because I had to take uh, an, an MRI of my leg. They have what they call an extremity machine, where you don't even have to go in the machine anymore, just the part of your body that they're doing, like if you're, if you're doing an arm or a leg, that's all that goes into the machine. So they, they just have to put your leg into the machine or your arm into the machine or your hand. Because if you, the old way to do it, if you had to get an MRI of your hand, you had to go into the machine head first with your hands out in front of you on your stomach, like your Superman flying into the MRI machine. <laughs> and, uh, that's not exactly great if you're if you're a little stocky or something and to lay in there for 45 minutes like that. That's ridiculous. But now with this extremity machine, that's that's a thing of the past. You just stick your arm into this sleeve in there in this machine and you sit on the side of it and you you can read a book if you want to. But that's pretty cool too. Now, the other thing is uh, you know, when they're doing this this contrast, when they're doing the contrast, some people say you can't eat or drink anything for eight hours before the test. And someone said to me, he says, why can't you 
why can't you eat before this test if you're having the contrast? Well, if you're laying down, now, for instance, I had to take a CT, CTA, a CAT scan angiogram of my carotid artery this past week, and you have to get contrast for that. And you can't eat or drink anything for eight hours before the test. And the reason being is that you're laying down and it can cause you to vomit, for lack of a better term, and you can aspirate on that. It could actually kill you. So you can't. That's why you can't eat or drink. The, vom- uh, the contrast can cause you to vomit with the, with the, if you have food or, or water or something in you. That's why you can't eat or drink before contrast. So it makes sense. You're laying on your back and you have this foreign substance going into you. And afterwards, when you're standing up, they want you to drink as much as you can to get it out of your system. So that's that. So the trick is, again, with the MRI, get your doctor to write a prescription for Ativan. He'll write a prescription for two pills. You take them 20 minutes before the test. Make sure you have someone to drive you home afterwards and have them put a washcloth over your eyes. Even if you're going in feet first, where you know your head's going to be in the machine, just ask them for a washcloth to put it over your eyes. It's very, very easy and It'll knock down the anxiety going in and out. I think the biggest part of the anxiety is seeing the top of the machine as you go in. The other thing, if you're like me and you have broad shoulders, make sure you always ask for the larger machine. You know, some people, I don't know, they feel funny about it. Me, I ask for the largest machine possible. I don't care if they they think uh, uh, I'm, I'm fat or whatever. I don't care. I want the largest machine possible. I want the open-air machine, which is a crock. It's not really an open-air machine. But I want the open-air machine, and I want the largest one possible. This way, I can move around a little bit in there. I don't want to have my shoulders or my arms up against the side of the machine. That adds to my anxiety. I want to be able to move around a little bit and know that if I had to get out of it, I can get out of it. But again... Simple trick, put something over your eyes. And if they don't have music, ask them for earplugs. No one wants to hear that rattling of that machine. That, <laughs> that's terrible. Most of the time they give you the earplugs anyway, but if they don't, ask them for them. They have them. But I always ask if they have music. And nine times out of ten, they do. They usually have the Sirius or XM radio going. And you can pick whatever kind of music you want. But that's that's it. Get the Get the washcloth. And you know what? Just if you, if you, if you, they'll have it. They'll definitely have it. But if you feel better, bring your own with you. It doesn't have to be wet when you put it on your face. You'd rather it not be wet. Just lay it over your eyes and let it go. That's all. It's a very simple thing. And like I said, it works for me. And I'm like the biggest chicken when it comes to being in an enclosed space. So give it a shot. Give it a try. All right, let's move on here. remind you that we're in the round two of this COVID virus. This COVID-19 coronavirus, we're in round two and it's breaking records. Uh, Records of killing people. First line of defense is wearing a mask. 
socially distancing ourselves from others. And what's going to end up happening is we're going to, finding masks are going to, it's going to become a hardship again. Grocery stores are already rationing out things like paper towels, bleach wipes, bleach, because people are starting to stockpile again. Well, you don't want to be caught short without the masks. We have them right now. For how long? I don't know. But you can get masks, a package of 50, at famousapple.com forward slash face mask. That's famousapple.com forward slash face mask. And they're, you, they're inexpensive. You can get them for less than the price of two cups of coffee from these specialty coffee houses. Frappa Rappa Kappa Chino stuffs. So check it out. That's famousapple.com forward slash face mask. Get yours before it's too late. Packages of 50. So... It's coming out to less than 20 cents a mask. Just so you know, they're there for how long, I don't know. I, I want to thank you so much for stopping by today. And I want to remind you, things can always be worse. No matter what, right now there's somebody wishing that they were in your position. So no matter what, things can always be worse. Okay? Hey, you're listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple, and I want to remind you of one more thing, my friends. The best medicine for any problem that you have, for any disease, anything, is laughter. Remember that. Hey, I'll talk to you again in a while. Have a good one. Take care, my friends. <laughs> thanks for listening to an apple a day with jimmy apple your gateway to a happy healthy life join our community at www.famousapple.com see you next time